and obviously I'm a trans woman living in Nigeria, which is like, like it's, it's a crazy navigation. When we are going in desert, we walk for good six hours. My leg was trapped. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lay of the Land. What's more important than our health? Arguably nothing, and in this episode of Lay of the Land, we'll uncover some essential healthcare services that are vital for our well-being. So whether you're a healthcare professional, a curious individual, or simply passionate about improving healthcare access, you're in the right place. Get ready for insightful conversations, expert guests, and information that will empower you to make informed decisions about your health and that of your loved ones. Let's start off with a new elderly care plan that's been curated by Palon Memorial Hospital in Lagos, Nigeria. Palon is run by my mother-in-law, Dr. Ngozi Onya, and it was such a pleasure to have her and my sister-in-law, Unoma Grant, who is the COO of the hospital, join me in the studio. Palon is a 13-year-old hospital now. Um, we started off as a, an outpatient clinic, and now in 13 years we've become, uh, I, I like to call us a general hospital, but it's a specialist hospital. Um, we still are focused on keeping the hospital boutique, so it's small. We don't have a lot of beds. I think we have 15 beds in our biggest branch, and then 10 beds in the other branch. Um, there are four branches in total, I should probably say, two in VI, one in Ikeja, and then we have a small clinic in Delta State. Great. And I mean, care for elderly people is a very important topic and definitely one that I would say is not spoken about enough. I want to start off by asking you, mum, you know, elderly people are more susceptible to health challenges, but according to Palon, very few insurance companies in Nigeria cover this particular group of people. <laughs> why, why is that? I think the reason it's not just in Niger in um, Nigeria, but I think globally, private insurance is very cautious about insuring the elderly, and the elderly will be defined as fifty and above, to be honest, because the prevalence of chronic ailments increases with age, and so it's like a, it's like an adverse selection. So insuring older people adversely selects, and you know, insurance is premised on on um, the healthy majority compensating for the unhealthy minority. With the elderly, most of them will be un unhealthy. You know, they will have one ailment or the other that they're managing. And therefore, insurance companies are very worried about, um, about insuring them, particularly because premiums are also very low in Nigeria. Because in real terms, they're paying 500,000 naira the premium per annum, which sounds like a high premium in Nigeria. But in real terms, 500,000 naira is... 500 pounds, about, yeah. Health insurance is like 3,000 pounds, 4,000 pounds in the UK. If we were to pay those kind of sorts of premiums in Nigeria, then most people will not be able to afford insurance. But is it fair, I mean, to say, okay, because elderly people um, often have one illness or another, in a way, it's, it's, it kind of sounds like to insurance companies, it's just too difficult for us to... For us to deal with. That's the way it sort of comes across. And then my worry is that with our life expectancy in Nigeria being so low, 54 years, correct me if I'm wrong, that poses another issue, does it not? Okay, there are two, and I'll give you two. And the first is if we could correct the premiums. So, like in 
like I have life, I have health insurance, but it's costing the hospital maybe three thousand, maybe four thousand dollars. If I if I had to pay that myself, I'm not sure I can afford it. That's the honest truth. And um, I don't think health. I mean, every business, even the health insurance companies, are made uh, established to make profits. So they cannot make profits if they insured the elderly. Like, they are usually, I mean, I sit on the board of a health insurance company and I know that when they have pol um, policies for the elderly, it's often loss making because they will use it. So it may not be fair, but many things are not fair in Nigeria. And um, yeah, so most elderly people, when they are old, have to pay out of pocket. If we can get insurance right where we can have a large pool, because we have a, we have a very young population in Nigeria. So mm -hmm. if we could get public health insurance, right, where the large pool of healthy young Nigerians will compensate for with the unhealthy older Nigerians, then it will work. But less than 10% of the Nigerian population is uninsured. And just a little note about uh, lower life expectancy. It's skewed by a very high under five mortality. Mm, so it's exactly. an average of mortality across all ages. So if we backed off or backed out the under five mortality, suddenly our uh, um, life, life expectancy will increase significantly. Most people will die before they turn five. And so it's that average that brings us down to 54. So if we were to back out the under five, then it might rise to like 70 or it so. It is about, I think it's about 73 or 74. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never when knew that. Back out the yeah. under five, yeah. So it's because of our high child mortality rates between yes. zero and five that our yeah. life expectancy in Nigeria is so low. Yeah. Yes. And in wow. most, you know, de developing, developing countries, world. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Same. So to challenge this issue of elderly people not getting the right care because there's not enough insurance to cover their issues. Paylon has come up with a particular plan. Unama, can you tell us a bit more about the plan? So what we have is a health insurance. Well, is it, it's not a health insurance plan. It's a Paylon plan where you can pay a premium and we will take care of your parents for you. Because I think one of the big, the bigger issues. So yes, there's the health issues that need to be paid for. And the truth is, with with the more expensive health issues that people are concerned about, insurance is not even likely to pay for those things, even in a young person. But what we do, what we will do for you is we will take care of their, the, the, the softer things, their chronic medication, making sure that they're doing their health assessments and making sure that they're staying healthy. And you're watching all those markers as they age and things can potentially get worse. And we do have a large population of older people in Nigeria now whose children don't live here. And I think to a large extent, that is the group that I think needs the most help. Because, yes, yeah, so you have these people whose kids are here. They can take them to the hospital and take care of them when they need. But then there's a large group now who all their kids live in Canada or live in the UK. And these people are aging and there's nobody taking care of these people. So not only are we going to, not only is this plan designed to, you know, take care of their health, but it's also designed to make sure that we are able to watch watch your parents for you basically when you're not here. Yeah. It's very interesting that you say that because that's actually very <clears> true, <throat> especially with the Japa wave now, a lot of people leaving Nigeria who is taking care because we have that culture in Nigeria of looking after our elder ones, which is why we don't necessarily have a culture here of like care homes, um, exactly. retirement homes. But it seems as though that, that could be suggesting that there's a shift happening. 
Does that mean to say we we now do need care homes in Nigeria? We we do need retirement homes? I think absolutely that we do need retirement homes for this very reason. But even for those whose children are in Nigeria, <laughs> I know how often I get to see my own children. <laughs> so the truth is, yes, there is a need for retirement homes and um, and care homes. I think the major thing is that for the the, the the catastrophic illnesses, the very serious illnesses, if they're detected early, will be manageable. So for, they're manageable. Yeah. For example, I'm hypertensive. I've been hypertensive for the last 21 years. I've been on medication. But if I didn't know I was hypertension, I mean hypertensive and started medication, I probably will, might have had a stroke that becomes catastrophic or a heart attack or maybe damaged kidneys and I'm looking now for a donor. But now all I do is buy medication, you know, and take one pill every day. That's not a big deal. It's not too expensive. So I think the major benefit, in my opinion, of this plan is that it lowers the barrier or the, for, to access so people can access hospitals. So you'll find that a lot of wealth of older people are rich in assets, but poor in cash. They're no longer generating mm. income. So they don't have a lot of of disposable income, income. They may have um, large houses in Nikoya and Victoria Island, but how much do they have in the bank as cash? And we all know what has happened to the economy over time, shares and all that have lost value. So what has happened is they, fall, they feel unwell and the thought of spending 25,000 naira doesn't sound so attractive. So the first thing is, okay, I have a headache, let me buy some paracetamol. By the time they turn up in hospital, it was high blood pressure that had now led to a stroke, and that becomes very expensive. But if they had come at the stage of the headaches, now maybe it will have cost all of 25000 to not only see a doctor, but to have the appropriate tests and get the correct medication. So it's to lower the, the, the barrier to entry so that they can come to the hospital at the drop of a hat. Like Unama pointed out earlier, we will have also done health screenings. We know what the patterns of diseases are like. It's like in Nigeria. So we know what to look for early, intervene early to prevent those catastrophic illnesses that not only can shorten life, but can actually affect the quality of life mm. as well because people are left with disabilities <coughs> and things like that. This is very important. It's, it's very important because there's a lot here that I actually hadn't thought about before. And it's true when it comes to actual disposable income. You do have a generation of people in Nigeria now that maybe don't have as much of that, which brings me to the money factor and the money side of things. Now, how much does the plan at Paylon cost? And are there different plans or is it one set plan? I think for now, the plan is, <laughs> this is, we are, we are trying this out. It's not based on any data. real data. <laughs> it's just more of how it feels. So we are pegging it at about $1,000 because like Kunama pointed out, we are targeting people in diaspora whose parents are left behind in Nigeria. And they're the sort of people who reach out to me when their parents are very ill and then they have to spend huge sums of money. So $1,000 per annum doesn't sound like too much. And I think if you can pay $1,000 for per annum and you are confident that your, your parents' health care is covered, emergencies and primary care, then hopefully there'll be less need for secondary care. You'll be amazed at how many old people end up in hospital just because they had a urinary tract infection. 
just a bladder infection will end an 80-year-old an person in the intensive care. Okay, that's it. And that's yeah. true. Just a bladder infection that can be nipped in the bud for, for nothing, you yeah. know. So, yeah. So, if people know that they have their parents covered because they paid a $1,000 per annum, and that might be all they ever need to pay for their parents' health care for the rest of their lives, then I think that's not asking too much. So, that's our entry price, and it's one, one plan. So, it covers one is a health assessment, an initial health assessment to bring you into the plan. And then secondly, every primary care visit. And actually, we will insist that even when they're not ill, they visit the hospital once a month, a minimum of once a month. Anytime they're ill, they can come into the hospital. But if they're not, even when they're not ill, they come in once a month just to have a chat check. with the doctor yeah. and a little check. You know, It covers... Medication for the first, for the, so if, for example, we diagnose a patient with hypertension, the first treatment will be free, but every drug refill, just the drug refills will be, will paid, be for. paid for. And then they need to do some, there are some tests that they need to do when they have a certain diagnosis. Before we round up, what are you hoping that this elderly care plan is able to achieve here in Nigeria? I'm hoping that in Lagos and with Pelon, it will grant more elderly people access to healthcare when they need it before it becomes too late. But also, I hope it's an idea that will catch on and that other hospitals will offer, also offer their own in-house plans, versions of the same thing, to just be able to, to grant the elderly people access to healthcare when they need it. Right. And Unoma, how can people who are interested in this plan sign up? Just call Pelon. We'll I'll share the numbers. So you can please share the numbers on the podcast. I don't have them off the top of Got my you. head. <laughs> but just call Pelon or you can send an email to contact at pelonmemorial.com. That's P-A-E-L-O-N, memorial.com. And somebody will get in touch with you. So if you're interested in this plan, go ahead and send an email to Pelon or you can call plus 234 909 3608138 As people age, healthcare needs tend to increase and prioritizing preventative care while also granting access to a network of medical specialists makes this a handy plan. Overall, plans like this do bring peace of mind, security, and better healthcare outcomes. Still on care for the elderly, Halon has partnered with Graymate Care a tech-enabled home health platform that connects you or your loved ones to vetted caregivers for professional care right in the comfort of your home. But I'll let Chika Madubuko, the co-founder of the company, tell you all about it. So Grimmit Care is, um, right now, Grimmit Care is Africa's first platform for getting a caregiver for your elderly parents where they can take care of them right in the comfort of their home. And the good thing is with the technology that we have on the app, you can monitor this care from anywhere in the world without even being present. You know when the caregiver comes in and when they leave. And yeah, you get the best care for your parents um, affordably. So Grimic was created to resolve a problem my family and I experienced, which was getting a caregiver for my grandmother at the time. She was diabetic. 
So it was so hard. And because my parents or my mother, who's who like who had the problem, don't live anywhere near her mom nor her sister, it was such a hassle trying to get somebody. And even when they send money home for maybe anybody to help them with that care, there are always stories. Right. So you imagine sending money home, thinking that your parents or your mother is getting well fed. And then people are still telling you that she's not even looking like you're sending money at all. So with all that stress, you know, moving her around, trying to resolve it the best way they could. Later, when I wanted to start a business, I decided to go for this and solve a problem that was very personal to me. Can you share what the benefits of a service like Greymate Care are with us? So first of all, um, it has like tons of benefits. The first one is, is, I mean, improving the lives of your loved ones um, without stress. Because you can imagine, or just like you said, a lot of people don't want to do something like this. You can imagine the stress that goes into finding somebody that can stand in your place and provide adequate care for your loved ones. So if you don't have that, you would experience, or your parents would experience things like falls, you know, burns from them trying to cook themselves or just not being properly groomed. That's for those ones who are now, um, you know, bedridden or dependent for mobility, right? So it's not it's not a very good thing when they're living like that. So if you have a good care provider that um, maybe has been background checked and trained, you'll find that their living style improves. And for a service that's unique like Grimmage Care, it's the peace of mind that comes with it. Now, because of the ease of monitoring from anywhere, you have this peace of mind without spending time or, or you know, or trying to make calls to see what exactly is going on. With Grimmage Care, you are in the know. And this is true because even when our clients calling from London, they're saying things like, oh my God, I can't, I can't even believe that I know when this person has come in and when he, has, when he or she has left all the way from London. So peace of mind, improving the lives of your care, of your loved ones, um, you know, making sure that they take their meds. There are tons of benefits, but the top of them is literally improving their lives. That for me is second to none. Absolutely. And what you're doing is brilliant. Would you say that your main clients are people who live abroad and have elderly family members that are still in Nigeria? Right. Before now, we had people, um, more of our clients um, would come from Nigeria. But right now, we've noticed that a higher percentage of the orders are coming from outside Nigeria. And this is Oh, this can be seen to be caused by the current migration trend where due to insecurity, um, you know, looking for better economic opportunities, more people are moving outside Nigeria. So now the orders coming from outside Nigeria has increased because lots of people have moved outside Nigeria, but their parents aren't moving with them because they just want to remain in a place where they have more familiarity. And what are the different plans available? So we have a, a couple of plans that um, subscribers usually go for. We have the daily plans that covers just from Monday to Fridays. And this is about 40,000 Naira. And we have another plan that's about three days a week. This is just 30,000 Naira. Then we have the plans for those who want the critical care where, um, you know, they want the care 24 hours every day. And this is about one. 
150,000 naira. So this plan is for people who, let's say, need someone that would care for them even at 2 a.m., where they wake up and maybe they have pains all over or they have to change some sort of infusion. This is the best plan for people who fall into that group. So these are the major plans that we have um, in Naira for Grimate Care. But we're looking at expanding into other African countries, um, such as Ghana, before the year runs out. Great. And just to round this conversation up, Chika, how can people who are interested in becoming caregivers sign up and what are the requirements? So to become a caregiver, it's actually easy to sign up. So anyone who's interested can download the app and all you need to have is the willingness to learn and a degree. So once um, you've downloaded the app and filled in the details correctly, you'll be called in for a training and an assessment. And once we're done with this training, so our training, we usually cover um, things like manual handling, personal care, safety for the elderly, nutrition, topics like that, first aid, CPR. Um, And once we're done with this training and the caregiver passes the assessment, then we'll move on to the background check. Now, for the background check, we would prefer someone who has a guarantor who's like um, a senior management at senior management level um, within a company or maybe some high-ranking person um, in civil service. And when that background check is done, um, you know, we check, like, if they have any criminal records and things like that in collaboration with the Nigerian police. And once we're done with that, um, we then move on to um, those tests that are required um, before they start working, such as the food handler's test, right? And immediately after that, if they pass, then that's it. They, um, on the app, if someone requires care within their area, they will get that booking and that's it. And they can go in to care for um, whoever that person is. If you're interested in Graymate services, reach out to Palon or you can contact Graymate directly by emailing info at graymatecare.com. Health tech services are growing across Africa, and one service that I came across and loved is Health Tracker, a company that provides at-home health tests in Nigeria. So I invited Ifeolua Dare Johnson, the founder and CEO, onto the podcast. If you're someone who avoids trips to the hospital as much as you can, then this is probably for you. So Health Tracker is a an health tech company that is focused on making medical diagnostics affordable and accessible mostly. Um, and we're doing that through at-home lab testing. For context, um, medical, at least 70% of all medical decisions are driven by diagnostics, um, which means if you go, even if you go to like your doctor, even your doctor need to get your lab test results to know what to how to go ahead and treat you. Um, but the problem that we really saw was that people were going in only when there is an emergency mm. because the experience is not great. So you feel like the only time is what? Going through the trouble, leaving work, going facing traffic, you know, enduring the cold, white walls, dreary hospital rooms, um, it's when you feel like, you know what, I can't stand this anymore. I need to go in. But then, usually at that time, the worst probably has happened. Um, and um, 
we created L Tracker to be to bridge that gap to be able to reach people such that all you need to do is go on healthtracker.com and you can book your lab test and have your samples collected at home. You get your results in 48 hours maximum. And not only that, you get to review your results with a doctor virtually. Uh, so we truly believe that if people know what their health status is, they will make better um, and more informed decisions about their health. Uh, so in simple terms, that's what we're trying to do at Health Tracker. And you're absolutely right because early diagnosis literally saves is what saves lives. Absolutely. It, it can't be said any other way. So when you pay for a test, how long does it then take for the test to get to you? Right. So um, I'll start with even like the kind of tests that we offer. Um, so we started with, you know, going to just ensure that when people come on our website, it is you don't need to think too much about or what test do I need to do? Because we've done the hard work of creating them as panels. So, for example, if you want to do a cancer screening test uh, for cervical cancer, you can already see like HPV test or you want to see like a pap smear test already there. So you know that on that cervical cancer, these are the tests that I have to do, maybe based on my budget. Uh, same thing with like STD test, sexual health, right? Again, already prepackaged. So you don't need to wonder, um, what should I be testing for? Already done. Um, same thing with like oh, wellness tests. We recently launched a PCOS test, for example, uh, because we realized that women, more women, younger women actually are suffering from PCOS and they're finding it difficult to diagnose or be diagnosed. Um, and we thought, you know what, let's work with like specialists to come up with what the package, what the test um, yeah, panel should be. Hormonal tests as well for women. Um, PSA tests like prostate cancer screening for, for men so the time typically within 48 hours you get your results sorry to interrupt you you also do full body like health yeah, checkups as well yeah absolutely right? full body checkups um, as well so that screens you your cholesterol your blood sugar um, your liver function test um, I mean and many more thyroid um, and, and a lot more that we do so you, you pay online and you pay online. the service gets to you when? So um, typically if you wake up at, I don't know, 8 a.m. in the morning and you decide, you know what, I'm not feeling well, let me book a wellness test, like a full body checkup test. Um, as long as you book before 12, you can still choose to have your samples collected that same day. Um, if it's past 12, then the time slots available will be from the next day. I'd like to get into data with you now. Okay. Um, you, you know, there are so many scientific reports now that HIV, for example, has literally been like, I don't even know how to put the rise to show how like steep the rise has been um, since the pandemic, pretty yeah. much. Um, are we seeing that through the the demand for HIV testing, et cetera? What, what sort of, what are we, what is health trackers seeing? It's unfortunate that um, STD tests or anything sexual health is culturally not spoken about enough. Um, and again, of course, you can understand based on like the stigma and all of that. Um, what we have noticed is that STDs are actually, you know, number, number one tests that people book for. Um, and I would use the opportunity to say that we need more women booking for the STD tests so that you're protecting yourself uh, because I promise you the men are doing that. Um, and most of the times we realize that, you know, women can be a bit more trusting than, than men. But, you know, the data is completely right. 
um, there's been a rise in, you know, just um, sexually transmitted diseases um, in the past two years. Um, there are uh, reports that it has to do with the fact that people were locked down together and habits changed because people got used to um, at least having someone <laughs> with them because, again, you were camped together and all that. Um, so we, we've seen that that's actually a cause for concern, um, especially in Nigeria where um, things like this are not spoken about and people still feel like I can't publicly say that I need an STD test, which is good, which is obviously why we've created um, L tracker so that people also have like an outlet and yeah. an opportunity to be able to do their test without having, you know, um, being judged for like their sexual orientation or um, decisions. But yeah, the data is right. There, there's been a rise and, and we're hoping that a lot more people actually know that this is available. Uh, most of the time, we actually want to encourage people to, you can be anonymous, you can use any name, but get you know, aware of what your sexual health is um, because then you will be saving yourself, you'll be saving the other person um, as well. Was COVID what gave you the health tracker idea? Is that kind of when you said, you know what, I need to fill this gap in the market? So it's interesting that we were not even offering COVID tests at all when we started <laughs> <laughs> because it, was, it wasn't like even a thing for us. We you know, again, the why was, oh, let's get people access to medical diagnostics, let them know their health status and all. Um, and I remember that that day I had done a broadcast to, you know, my WhatsApp um, contacts. I always tell them that, like, they are the superheroes because they suffered <laughs> those first, first like, um, 30 to 100 days um, of starting L Tracker. I was bombarding my contacts with, like, WhatsApp messages and all. And it was one of the days that someone on my contact who actually um, owns a travel company who had reached out and said, oh, do you do COVID tests? And I'm like, oh, no, but we can't. Had it. And said, oh, yeah, yeah, I had a couple of people traveling, um, you know, and they would need COVID tests. And that was actually how we started doing COVID testing. Um, so, of course, it helped with, like, um, our early adopters, people who obviously did not want to go out um, to get exposed to places where there may be positive COVID um, people or patients in this case. So, um, yeah. So COVID definitely came in, but it wasn't the focus at the beginning. You know, I'm, I'm curious as well, because the brain drain in the medical industry in Nigeria right now is crazy. Um, everyone is literally out of here. Um, how is Health Tracker navigating around that? Because obviously you have to work directly with a lot of doctors, um, lab technicians, etc. So typically at L Tracker, what we try to do is, and we do that when we're hiring as well, is to um, almost be an advocate of why, you know, um, healthcare in, in Nigeria needs everybody. Um, of course, we can't help it <laughs> if you, I mean, you know your personal situation and all of that. But I would say that it is definitely an issue where a population of over 200 million people we're already in a deficit. Our doctor-patient ratio is, is already so bad. It's now 1 to 10,000 because our doctors are leaving. People who are specialists will spend decades 
becoming specialists, are leaving to go start all over again. Can we deep that for a second? We currently have one doctor to 10,000 people in Nigeria. Yep. This is a state of emergency. Oh, it is. One thing I also noticed, um, your, your tests are pretty affordable. Yeah. So again, as much as we're for profit business, there's a lot of, we're also very impact focused. Um, so it means that even like just um, with the kind of partners that we work with on the back end, we're extremely intentional that we are um, building our business to be at the price point that people can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, we tell people all the time that you will find our tests either cheaper or same as if you actually go into an hospital. Yeah. yeah? So why would you stress yourself to go anywhere? It, can, it would even be cheaper if yeah. you do it on our platform. So on the back end, we ensure that that's part of like how we build our business. That, yeah, we're still a for-profit business, but we're pricing at the point where it's affordable to most people. Um, and our partners also, you know, make that achievable for us. There are 135 tests available on the Health Tracker website that you can get done right in the comfort of your home. Just head to healthtracker.com to book in your tests and Health Tracker is spelt H-E-A-L-T-H-T-R-A-C-K-A. Or you can call plus 234-814-489-1658. In the midst of severe medical brain drain, there are essential healthcare services that deserve recognition and utilization. Despite the challenges, there are dedicated healthcare professionals providing quality care and accessible services. So take advantage of these offerings with a positive outlook on healthcare. By seeking out these services, we can contribute to the growth and improvement of the healthcare sector in Nigeria. Let us empower ourselves with knowledge, embrace the available resources, and prioritize our well-being. Together, we can foster a healthier future for all. Thanks for tuning in to Lay of the Land, and I'll be back next week.